It's Monday on Daily Delivery. Back at it for another week. Patrick Royce joins me. I'm Michael Rand. Uh, coming off a pretty busy weekend, Patrick, including Vikings played Saturday. I guess the only good news in that, if you were a Vikings fan, Patrick, is they didn't ruin your Sunday. Um, that you had a little no. time to recover. But man, that one, I uh, watched most of that game um, and I eventually watched all of it. You... Uh, yeah, that was one that that will stick with the team. I feel like just feeling like you had that one, feeling like what just happened after you know four or five different plays could have won the game for you, and then you lose. You know what was good about it, though? What's that? I was at the wild game. Yes. So Which... and I got and I I had my column done about four o'clock. Uh, so I'm driving back. And you get to hear the drunks calling the post game show. Sure. That after sure. a while, after victory, it's no fun after a win. The post game shows, but after a loss, they're fantastic. The uh, post game shows. We had one guy call into uh, KFAN's post game show and tell him that uh, he can't under. And this was serious. He couldn't understand why. O'Connell and uh, the other coaches didn't listen to post-game shows, didn't listen to tapes of shows <laughs> like this to get, because not all the good ideas come from them, that uh, we should, they should start listening to the callers because <laughs> the callers have some good ideas. So uh, yeah, the fact that these guys spend, you know, they got 22 of them and they spend a hundred hours a week looking at stuff. <laughs> They're not as smart as you. <laughs> but then again, I don't know anybody in any bar who would have suggested that you use a 190 pounder for the push. Uh, push. Seriously. I, Go ahead. Yeah. I didn't know. I don't, I didn't, I haven't even seen it yet, but. Was he the only one pushing? Yes. It was, yes. It's, so it's two consecutive tush pushes with Brandon Powell, who I think weighs 181 pounds, I, yeah, yeah. pushing an immobile quarterback <laughs> into a bad cent- a center who can't get leverage. That, that's that's your play, two plays in a row. Bradbury, Nick Mullins, and Brandon Powell running the tush push, two plays in a row. I, I, just, yeah, I, don't, Brad, I don't get it. And Bradbury is uh, uses his athletic ability yes. to survive in there. He yes. Gets, you know, when he runs into one of those big louts, he's got a hard time moving him. I, I, yes. I, I just kept ready, reading it. I said, okay, it couldn't have been a one-guy push because the, the tush push is like seven guys pushing him. You know, seven, you know, the whole line figured yes. out a way when, when – Philadelphia doesn't. They got fifteen hundred pounds pushing the guy, and uh, we we got a hundred eighty pounder. You know, O'Connell. I I think he's good. I, I think oh, he's yeah. pretty good. But once in a while, he his inexperience shows that he does something really stupid. And the 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 one that uh, the that stupid play in uh, a couple of weeks ago where they're moving right away. They they're they're going down the field and they decide to run the fancy, fancy play on third and one and ended yeah. up getting a fumble. And right. I mean, where did that come from? I don't Just know. Run it, you know? And the, the other thing about Saturday's game is Ty Chandler was ripping them up. Yes. And what, you know, you know, when you got to, when it doesn't work on third and one, you got to say to yourself, boy, that was stupid. Let's give it to the other guy, you know? I don't know. It was, what? uh, I mean, uh, the, uh, obviously, uh, from, you know, I looked at highlights and Mullins threw some ducks too, but oh, yeah. uh, 
that uh, probably contributed more to the loss. But you're going to win the game right there because you stopped them. And, yes. Uh, All you got to do is know, get one more first you down and you're in field goal range. Yeah. 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 All right. So I don't know. Yeah, that was an absolute giveaway and a terrible loss. And and then we got then uh, oh, we got Twitter. I was having fun about how do we get? How could we possibly give away Jake Browning? Now he yeah, agrees right. with me. Oh, yeah. He does. Yeah, he's like they never well, should have cut me. And if the defensive backs had played like they'd been playing in previous weeks, he would have thrown six interceptions. Right. You know. Well, it was uh, him him running off the field like he's a superstar was uh, fantastic too. Yeah, that's a, I think they uh, they've had a bad ones this year, and of course, we I was blaming it at the start of the year of all the good because of all the good ones they had the year right. before. But this one, you earned getting beat. This yes. one, first of all, first of all, you're ahead of a bad team, seventeen to three, yes. early in the fourth quarter. Right? How did you? Yeah, what happened to the Flores defense? Exactly. Gave up three fourth quarter touchdowns in that game. Yeah. That was and you know a whole bunch of just. Weird plays. They didn't. Yeah, it would, I don't know. Suddenly they figured him out, which is worrisome for the last three games. But yeah, this is. It was just. It was just baffling. A lot of baffling decisions. And I think you're right. O'Connell's a good head coach. A good. You know, he's he's a obviously a good motivator. He he got this team from zero and three, one and four to believe in themselves enough that they're in the playoff race. That they got them to play well enough with four different starting quarterbacks. Like all of that. Um, but yeah, the, it's just it, it is just curious sometimes the decision making in the moment, and and this was another case where he you now we heard this. I think it was the Chargers game that they lost earlier this season, where they they decided they wanted to go quick. They wanted to keep the the same personnel. That's why they did Powell two plays in a row with the tush push because yeah. they thought they thought they had yes. they thought they had them in the the kind of defense they wanted. They didn't want to give them a chance to get their goal line defense in. And I, you know, you understand that to a certain degree, but also that's a, just play to your strengths. Like, play, you know, do do what you want to do. Don't let the other team dictate it. You've got, you know, you've got an inexperienced kind of operation here. This is the first time Mullins has started a game this year. Um, you know, the snap counts were weird a few times. Like, it, you know, you, you can't really count on that. Like, even with Cousins in, it's an oh, it's a little bit of a better play. Nick Mullins in his career, I'm just looking it up, 40 career carries for seven yards. He's yeah, got seven right. yards rushing in his career. Like I somebody, I, somebody on Twitter I saw sent out a they done a Bud interview, and this is late in life with Bud on okay. uh, some some TV interview. Maybe it was Channel Five. I remember. I know they did along with him, but Bud talked about had never called a quarterback sneak in his life. He said that uh, quarterbacks aren't used to handling the ball in big piles. Yeah. So he uh, he uh, he never did it. He just he said it was stupid, you know. So when you man, when you have a good back, uh, you know, he said it's okay for him to run when they get out and you know somebody's chasing them. But I never called a quarterback sneak in my life, and uh, huh. uh, the the Vikings certainly wish they had him in Cincinnati on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, they would, you know, hand what 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 do you care? The thing bring in those other guys. What what do you care? It's uh, go quick. Why can't you go quick on uh, on third and third and one? You know, just boom. Yeah. Let's go third yeah. and one. Let's go. You know, hand the ball off. Which is, 
doesn't how is a tush push quicker than just a quick handoff i don't get it i don't know i don't know either yeah. i don't get it it was it was weird it was it was strange i mean they've they've blown some of these leads you know they had the lead against denver and lost it you know chicago wasn't really i don't think that would consider that a blown lead even though they had a 10-9 lead i don't think that was wasn't on the defense but it is it is troubling that they can't put teams away at the end they can't you know, either sustain enough offense to win a game or get that defensive stop to win a game. I don't know. And now they got they got three left, right? They got three, two against the Lions, one against the Packers. The whole the NFC is bad. Like they they there's you know a few good teams. Detroit had a good game the other day, so they're probably going to clinch soon. They can clinch as soon as the Vikings game. You know that Vikings Packers game is probably going to be for a playoff spot. Now that one on. Um, New Year's Eve, well, the, but it's just Packers, terrible for the Vikings to get a to get a playoff spot. The Packers are dead now. They uh, they they're two games under five hundred again, so they're they're dead. dead. No, but, they can uh, they can they can still get in if they beat the Vikings. Oh, they stink. They stink, but they, they can stink. Eight and nine might get you a playoff spot this year nah, in this, ba- in this think, bad NFC. Eight, eight and nine might make it, but I don't think. I was just going to say, I think you got to win nine. So you might. You know, there's all kinds of them with seven right now. The Vikings are like yeah. four or five teams with seven. So yeah, yeah. The Packers. I mean, the Packers have that little run, right? And then they lose the two dogs. You yeah, know? it's uh, <laughs> it's unbelievable how they just and boy, they were ready to they were ready to crown Jordan Love. And yes. Now he's, rotten again and they can't stand it and he i saw one play ran backwards 15 yards and then fumbled <laughs> it was uh it was uh so yeah it's uh uh i think we uh you know detroit's somehow even though they've had a lot of games where they gave up a lot of points they've won 10 so uh, that's yeah. uh that's uh, you know they'll figure out a way to win one more even if the they, they'll beat the Vikings one out of two I would guess yes but, I would think so yeah <clears throat> but I yeah what what are the Vikings what are the Vikings have left in them after this I don't know everybody's know. calling for Jaron they saw Jaron Hall for like eight plays and now they've right. decided he's the he's the answer well let's go you know. Well, they, you know, they made him the backup for this game. That was interesting. Poor yeah. Josh Dobbs. We we went we got off the the pastronaut uh, shuttle real mm-hmm. quick. There, just, uh, yeah, just like, I, hey, uh, thanks I, for everything. I, I called that last week. I was saying he's gonna be the. They're not gonna if you're if you're pulling him, you're gonna make him number three if yeah. you're home yeah. ready to go. So it was. Uh, we were uh, trying to come up with uh, this is a good Rand Ball project, flash in the pans. Oh yeah, on, in American sport in uh, Twin City sports. sports. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Stops right. Uh, that's a good I one. Was, I was trying to think of them, but I would have to almost look at rosters to remind myself of you know the Twins and stuff like that. But there's there's got to be five or six of them out there that uh, are, are similar to this, to say the least. Let me think. Like Andrew Andrew Albers comes to mind. Oh yeah. Andrew, Twi- yeah, didn't he start? Yeah. Didn't he start his career with like two almost shutouts or two, two games? Shutouts, yes, yes. Throwing about eighty six. Right. We were like, "Who and is then, this guy? Is this great?" And then yeah, okay. I, I called. I called him up in Canada when he was getting another invite back to spring training because he went to the. He would start. He was back with the Saints, okay. and then he ended up. Then he ended up getting signed somewhere and pitched pretty good in AAA. Then he was at home in Canada. But COVID came and he couldn't get out of Canada. He had oh. his invite to spring training, but he couldn't get out. Great oh, guy, but yeah. great guy, but one of the all-time fooled him for about yeah. two just for a little while. Yeah, just for a little while. 
Yeah. He throws about 86. Yes, you know? he was a, yeah, yeah, he was he was perfect he, for that era of the twins. He was perfect yes. for that era of the twins. They yeah. had. There's a, there's a, there's a bunch of them. We'd have to we'd have to think. You know one I was thinking of? Who? Shane Heal. We had was he was he ever good? Or, was he ever good oh, though? We like, had about four games. We had Shane. I could remember. Fever, I was, but that's when they were rotten though. So anyway, yeah. I was gonna say, a, uh, there's and, been a few of them too. And one, the other like, one they could, the other one they can think of is uh, Mar- Marcus Banks for the Timberwolves. Remember Marcus Banks? They oh got, yeah, that's right. Yeah, there was like a, after they tra- they made a big trade with the Celtics, not the KG trade, but the one before that where they got a bunch of guys. Um, I think it was the Ricky Davis Serbiak mm-hmm. trade or something like that. And they like the first game after the trade, Marcus Banks was great. They got you know they they won by like twenty or thirty. Everything was great. It was like yeah, this is you know they they yeah, they won this trade. They, they killed it. This is great. And then it was just the same after that. It was uh, yeah, yeah, you got me fired up about this. But yeah, the the the, the Dobbs thing. It just it went sideways. I, I think some of it's O'Connell couldn't adjust enough to what Dobbs does well. But Dobbs obviously is limited too. But I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know what the I don't know what the Mullins played okay. He had some bad turnovers. He just he scares me back there too. He's not any safer with the ball than anybody else on this team has been this year. Yeah, yeah, we don't know. I I don't think they'll have the guts to start the rookie though. They'll send Mullins out there again. I would think so. Maybe not so too. Yeah, <laughs> you get to give him the home game against Detroit. Uh, so when's that game? Is that game? Uh, uh, is that Christmas Eve? Right? Yes, no, Christmas. No, yeah, the home game against Detroit is Christmas Eve, and then they play. Packers on New Year's Eve, and then what time they kicking off Christmas Eve? Uh, I think it's just a regular. No, I think it's a regular kickoff. I think it's a okay. noon kickoff noon on Christmas time. Eve, but it's but it's Christmas the two Eve. o'clock. The two o'clock, the first ever Christmas Eve two o'clock kickoff at the Metrodome was one of the greatest drunken brawls I've ever seen in my life. I never saw so many drunks at a football game on which Christmas one, Eve. Which one was that? Oh, who was it? I don't know. Can't remember who they were playing, but. Uh... Everybody, I, I usually rolled into the corridor there earlier, but I rolled in there about 15 to 2, about a quarter to 2, and it was unbelievable. Really? Everybody was hammered already. It was oh, amazing. Geez. Getting ready to go home and ruin many Christmases. Uh, <laughs> right. Many K hey, dad's home. Oh, wait a minute. Now he's laying out in the steps. What are we going to do? It was unbelievable. <laughs> it was a drunk. Oh, my event. gosh. Bad house, so we'll see how it uh, goes. We'll this, see how uh, it plays out. Uh, yeah, like, well, they got Christmas Eve. Remember New Year- the kids when you're staggering up to the up to the gate at the Viking game. So and New Year's Eve night against the Packers. Oh, that, we've, we've now got that some... one. Go ahead, get as drunk as you want to. Who cares? Just don't drive. Take right. the Uber. Boy, how many Ubers? Oh, geez. You better have them Ubers lined up after that game. Huh? Wow. It, yes. It, every Uber in town better yes. be there. Right? Well, it'll be all over the place that night, but especially, yeah, that uh, get that many yes. people down there for a New Year's Eve night game. You're not gonna, you're not gonna get out of there. Well, we'll, we'll see so what, what they do. How did uh, so? How I, I didn't watch enough of it. How did they give up 21 points in the fourth quarter? How'd that happen? It, well, the Bengals made like three or four really weird plays. The winning, you know, the tying touchdown was just a lob that looked like Evans was going to intercept it, then Higgins made a great play. But they just, you know, they just suddenly started figuring out that there were spots that the Vikings weren't. I don't know they, I don't know what they unlocked or figured out, but all of a sudden they went from 3 to 24, and it was just, they just moved the ball down the field. It wasn't necessarily like huge explosive plays. It was just a bunch of 15-yard, you know, 
15 yard chunks here and there. And then, you know, they just kind of, they figured him out what I kind of, you know, kind of get on a roll sometimes on offense where it's just, you kind of figured out, um, you know, everything you do is kind of the opposite of what the defense was doing. And you just, I just kind of seemed like that. They just, they figured him out for whatever it was. And I don't know if that's troubling long-term, if it was just like a little one quarter hot streak, but that, that was the most surprising thing of the game was that, you know, they, the defense had been great all game. You're like, 17 to three in the fourth quarter. You're like, they've got this thing pretty well locked up yeah. until they didn't. They do have two great receivers there, Chase and Higgins, but, but, uh, but Chase went out. They, oh, gee, yeah, that's right. He got hurt. He was he out. Was, he was out from up. a little bit of the fourth and overtime. So he was, he was not even playing during the, the critical moments. So I don't know. Well, well, what you saw is what is makes the NFL so popular. Every game's close. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's but it. God, you know what? I was I tried to watch a lot of football yesterday. It's terrible. Everybody stinks. It's not good. There's, yeah. There's uh, there's not you know I watched some of the Chiefs and stuff. There's the quality of the play, but when you throw in the officials deciding whether a play is good, you know, deciding the outcome of a play way too often, uh, and the, just the quality of the teams at this point of the year when everybody's got so many guys hurt, it's terrible. It's I, I can't sit and watch. I can I can watch. Uh, what do we call it? So the one that with the highlights on it. Uh, red zone. Yeah. Red zone. I can watch red zone, but that's it. I can't watch a game. It's uh, there's too much, too much lousy, bad, delayed football, and we'll be back with another review. And I I can't stand it anymore. It's it's it does not occupy my time like it used to. That's for sure. And you know what else? I was complaining about this to somebody. Might have been you. Red zone. They got like the, the guys. Like he's 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 in love with the four box picture. You know, oh, yeah. we got four games now. Yeah, we can't see any of them. You <laughs> dummy, go back to showing me the game. You know. Yeah. I don't like the. I don't like the split boxes, pal. We got four boxes. That's yeah. not what I want. I want to see the play. I want to see one thing. Show me one yeah. thing. Yeah, and then show me the other one. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll wait. Anyway. I can wait. I'm, anyway, the, reason I'm wait but, the reason I'm watching this is because I don't want to see every game. I want to see. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. the uh, it is uh, it's you know it doesn't as long as every game's close and you don't know who's going to the playoffs, people will keep watching. Maybe they need to make so, maybe they need to make maybe they need to make the field wider or bigger or something. Like these guys are so fast. Every, every sport, every sport, the athletes are so big, so fast now. It just feels like there's not enough room for them on the on yeah, the field anymore. Right. Baseball, we're like moving back three feet on the mound, like they're throwing too hard. Like every everywhere you look, it's like you know NHL. There was you know there was a movement for a while. They kind of they kind of got around it now. There's it seems like it's better now, but. You know, go to the Olympic ice sheet. Get get a bigger ice sheet because these guys need need more room. The NBA is okay because they don't use all the floor all the time, and it seems like it's okay. But even there, it's like there's it's not enough room for these fast big bodies to operate anymore. The the courts and fields they made for these guys 50, 60 years ago don't don't yeah. hold up anymore. Grand Casino would like to take a moment and salute the true football fan, the passion, the hope. The anticipation, that incomparable feeling of winning. Grand Casino would also like to take a moment to remind you that you can find all that anticipation, thrill, and winning at Grand Casino. Grand Casino, let your story begin.
Moving on from the Vikings for yeah. a while. Yes, do that. I got an observation. Please do. And uh, that I shared with Russo, actually, uh, when I was over there. I read a thing a couple weeks ago that the NHL was looking into how to make three-on-three more exciting uh, overtime. And because so I thought, this is silly. You know, three-on-three, how can it not be exciting? I saw it. Saturday, it's not exciting. All they do is want to hold on to the puck. Yeah, possession not, means a so lot. They, yeah, they, they don't shoot. They just come in and weave around, and they throw it back down to the other end because there's no icing. And uh, maybe you got to have, of course, then you have about 25 face-offs, so that's not a lot of fun. But they've ruined three-on-three. Three, the, <laughs> right. modern, the modern strategy, the strategist, the, the analytics or whatever it is tells them just to hold the puck. So they, you know, you're, you're, you're down there, you're three on three. And then, you know, they're, they, they're pressing you a little out by the blue line. So you just throw it down to your own goalie and then come on down and make yeah. another big sweep. And it, yeah. it was, uh, it was awful. How can you screw up three on three? They did it. <laughs> They did it. It's, they they made three on three boring, and and a, what is it? A much lower percentage of games are being decided in three on three than everybody just waits for the shootout. Now everybody, everybody, thinks, okay. everybody thinks the shootout is great. So uh, so the uh, Wild score in the first shot. Nobody else scores. It's the shootout's over in like a minute and twenty seconds. Right. You know because they boom 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 boom. Okay. Hey, we won a game. No, you did. If you're going to have that, you should have five rounds to make it somewhat legit. Yeah. But I'm not having it. What's wrong with a tie? Nothing we wrong with a tie. We had a tie in the NHL for 150 years. Right. That's, uh, you know, if you can't, I think if you played three on three, if if you had a if you didn't have a shootout, then they wouldn't be playing for to get to the shootout. They right. might try to win. You know, I don't know. It's it was terrible. It was it, I, I I couldn't believe when I read oh they're, they're worried about the three on three because I don't watch enough hockey to know and now I see a three on three and I know what they're talking about yeah not I didn't realize that the, they're I mean I'd watch enough three on three to know that that has become the strategy right hold the puck yeah you know don't until you don't get that until you get the, the prime yeah until you get that prime scoring chance don't you know or or the defense makes a great play and turns turns you over like. You don't want to just take, you know, a low percentage shot or an okay shot because then the other team gets the puck and they might go down and score. So I'm sure that's become the analytics of it. That's become what they've figured out about it. But I didn't realize that the scoring in, in three on three was way down because I still well, it appears to be it appears to be enough down enough that the NHL is discussing what to do about it. So I don't know what you do about anyway. it. Wild anyway, one, <clears throat> the wild one though. They um, won the shootout. Another They're shootout against a seven. very good man. I I had a couple of my hockey guys telling me how good Vancouver is and they you know they're 20 and 10 or something yeah. like that so that's, but they uh but the yeah, uh, yeah they, it was a very evenly played game and uh the wild skated with them and uh, they look like a different team for sure they're moving uh to, to me they're moving they're just doing everything more rapidly than they did with Emerson yeah. and when Everson first came in, the thing that I noticed about them is how fast they were playing, yep. and some, somehow over a two, three year period, they slowed down yeah. a lot. But uh, you know, the Felino made a 
two or three great plays. And, uh, you know, some of the guys that uh, Garrett signed have kind of been revitalized since the yes. new coach. Man, you don't know how long these last, but, right. you know, maybe the maybe the real wild team is more like this than the one we saw playing earlier in the year. I don't know who knows which, who knows what's reality, but the goalie, yeah, I was the, say. Goalie, the goalie couldn't stop a volleyball early. Right. And now, now he's been great. So Gustafson. So that's, that's been a big difference too, obviously. Yeah. That's, I think that's the biggest thing you got to remember is that they, they were getting terrible goaltending before and now it's been really good. And you know, some of that's probably the pace is better. Sometimes when the pace is better, you can, you know, that that'll help. Your all-around game, including the goalie, but if you, yeah, Gus has been Philip Gustafson has been really good since since the coaching change, and that's probably the prime number one. You know, if you you could you know that game of the day, they could have easily lost three to one in regulation because he only scored one regulation goal. But I don't know. It's a, it's an interesting time over there. You you were over there. You wrote about it a little bit, hinted it, you know, hinted it, kind of just the the strangeness of it all. Garen getting investigated for. You know something going on in the workplace. The Wild, you know, coming out with a statement. I think it was last week saying, "Hey, we we did this investigation, didn't find a fireable offense." Kind of everything moves on. But yeah, I'd say it was a good time for them to have a, a seven and two stretch um, to to kind of uh, uh, take the take the heat off of whatever that was. Yeah, I don't think they were, we were ever going to hear about the investigation if uh, Mike Russo didn't hear about it and start reporting it for the Athletic. I don't think they. I don't right. think they planned to. Uh, no. Uh, when, he, when he started asking questions about it, then uh, then they uh, then they had to come out and say something. But when they have fired the assistant general manager, that raised the you know yeah. what the heck's going on, and still nobody knows what's going on with him. Right. I was told by a couple of people who are pretty well connected that uh, they were investigating Garrett and then this other thing came up. Now they right. make it sound like it's, it's two different incidents, yeah. obviously. Yeah. But but this other thing came up when these investigators came in. So I guess that's what you do now in the uh, in at least a high profile workplace is you 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 cannot do your internal investigation and because that looks like the cover up, so you got to bring in somebody from the yeah. outside. And yeah. they said whatever Garen did was not a foul, fireable offense, yeah. right? But I can see him with his temper and uh, you know his blunt uh, ways. Yeah. I know the guy that wasn't the other guy that was involved in it that ended up going to Human Resources. I know him quite a bit and. Uh, uh, and he's a good guy and has a sense of humor and you, know, you can take the needle and give it and everything's fine. So I, I don't know what the hell happened, but I, uh, it's not because we got some over over overly sensitive employee, I yeah. would say, because yeah. I know the guy and he's not that way at all. So whatever. Yeah. Well, the- whatever, whatever it was, but uh, it's, uh, it's uh, obviously uh, if there'd been several incidents and it just got to the point that I couldn't take it anymore. I, I don't know what it was. So anyway, the wilder, is- no, the wilder better, the, the wolves, Patrick, uh, opposing coach paid from the Pacers the day. Rick Carlisle called them one of the, one of the best teams on the planet. And I guess it's hard to dispute that when they've got the best record in the best league. Um, but we're, just not, we're, not, we're not used to hear that. We're not used to hearing that. 19 and 5. Yeah, 19, 19 and, five. and 5. And the last two have been blowout yeah. wins. And, uh, I think that one of their most amazing victories ever is they win walking away from Dallas 
with yes. Ant going three for 19. Yes, and after, was, uh, and after falling behind 17 to three in that game, too. I mean, <laughs> yeah, 17 2, I read. Yeah, 17 2, yeah. 17 2, that's what 17-2. it was. 17 2. And you're watching it saying, same old wolves. Yes, and I was, yeah. yeah. All of a sudden, two hours later, they're up by 20. Yeah, that's it's amazing. Uh, how about Cat, man? Cat, it's, He's are we. Uh, are we back on the cat bandwagon? Because boy, he was—he uh, was everybody's favorite target here uh, last yes. year in the playoffs. You know, when he missed fifty games last year with a with that injury, and uh, you wondered if he was—you know—I mean, I, when they they how they start this year, one and two, one and three, one and two, up, yeah, one and two this year, one yeah. and two, and they—you know—they didn't look great, and you, you were. I was absolutely convinced because of their cap situation and everything else, and Cat couldn't be happy that yes. he was now now the coal star that would the, at the trading deadline. All we'd be talking about is are they going to yes. trade Cat? Now Me the too. whole thing is now the whole thing is how do they keep this yes. machine together? I, absolutely, <laughs> we've yeah. changed the narrative in you know a month and a half. It's it's yeah. How do you how do you keep this all together? What are you going to do? Are you are they going to be comfortable being a being a tax, a luxury tax team, if they have to next year, or how do you, how do you put together a roster when all these guys are making so much money? But you know what? If if they if they're this good and they you know they make a playoff run or something like that, let's say they get to the you know at least win a playoff series, then then there's definitely motivation to keep this together, especially if especially if at some point Patrick they might want to. We might want to spruce up a new arena at some point. You want to have oh, yes. you want to have a winner to sell when you're when you're asking for uh, you're asking say, for public knock money. That place, not knock that place down. We got to put up a new one. But uh, uh, of course, the other thing that cannot be underestimated is the fact Gobert is moving. He's been you know, great. He's been fantastic. Yeah. Going up and down the court, playing. You know it, it, what we saw last year was pretty. You know, and maybe because he was banged up from playing in the summer or something, but uh, we never saw a guy with that mobile and could move no. around and set screens and run up and down the court and block shots. But uh, we saw, we've seen a, a completely different Rudy Gobert than we saw last year. And part of it's them figuring out. I, I don't think there's any doubt that if it, if it continues like this in any way, then they end up winning fifty some games. That Finch is the coach of the year for figuring out. No, how he's to, been great. Yeah, how, how to make this work? I've I've liked him from the get go. Me too. Yeah, and, me too. Uh, and uh, people were on him about various things who don't know anything, but uh, I like the fact that he's uh, he's all basketball. You know, he can. I mean, you look at his roots. He coached in England and everywhere right. else just to get a chance in the game, and he's. Uh, He's uh, he's not uh, you know he's not apt to have an ex- a blow up or anything like that. He's a pretty pretty calm guy considering this is his first NBA chance, and it's uh it was a good hire. There's no doubt about that. So now they're gonna you know somebody's gonna sprain an ankle and miss three weeks, right. and they're gonna have a, they're gonna have a little they're gonna have a little stumble here and there but uh that's we, we we've seen their full potential and it's it's pretty uh pretty amazing because it's you look at them and you say these can't be our wolves this right is just the way it works I know this is the way it works well you're so. what is your mantra like every, even when they do the right thing they do the wrong even thing when right? they do the right thing it's the wrong thing as yeah. I always said because I mean they, there's they, a long they, history of that being right you know, 
They go get Tibbs to improve right. the defense, and they give up 120 points a game. Yes. And then, you know, Tibbs is the hot commodity as a new coach, and then you end up getting rid of Tibbs. And uh, you know, just all the things they've done through the years that they you thought were good that ended up. I mean, Kurt Rambis, they hired him. You know, good right. reputation. Yeah, good reputation. It was a disaster. He was a lump of all time. He it was, was a disaster. He didn't. He didn't he didn't care. He was, I mean, I don't want to badmouth him too much, but God almighty, he was awful. And I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Didn't, that, didn't uh, they go 32 and 132 in his two years? I think it's, I think that's what I it was. So, yeah, 32 and right. 132. They, they, won, they won 16 one year, 16 and 66, yeah. weren't they? Yeah, I, think, I think they were 15. I think they, I think he won 15 <laughs> one year and 17 the other year. That was what it was. They, they lost a hundred more games than they won in two seasons. Like that, that's how, like, that's how bad it's been. Like these, these fans have been starved for right. anything. Yeah. And, you know, they've, and you know, they've been, they've been better. They've, you know, since Butler arrived, they've always been more competitive in these, in these seasons generally, but yes, but yeah, it's, it's, it still hasn't been great until this year. And now it's, you know, they just, they've, they've made a certain jump so far this year. That's for sure. I, th- I think the, the, the most comical thing I ever remember is United. We run David yes. Kahn comes in. Oh my gosh. This guy, he comes in and immediately before we've done anything with the team, we have the slogan. We got United the slogan we United. We run. Yeah. We were going to be this running team yes. racing down the court. Yeah. And then he got five guys that can't even dribble. You know, right. it was, uh, God, was he, was he a beauty? Oh, yeah. We, uh, on my radio show, we ended up getting him fined 50 I know you did. I'm talking about Beasley. Beasley, Beasley smoked too much. Dough. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. Matthew and I are looking at each other with big eyes, and he's saying this, uh-huh. like, don't don't get him off the top. Don't give him a chance to read. That was a taped interview. We can't give him a chance to recant here. Let him go. It was unbelievable. I didn't realize that was. I didn't realize that was taped. That's amazing. Yeah, man, that was a taped in the morning interview. Oh, and then we said, "You're like, ah, you said it. Oh, oh, this is gold. This is yes, gold. You know when it's gold. The other one, the other one, I think Barrero or somebody's got it." tape of it all the time show of hands remember the show of hands oh yeah yeah press conference he wanted to know who agreed with him but we all looked at him like that yeah <laughs> oh man was he something he, he was ended a... up running that team in paris he, he owned a team that was gonna go into big paris didn't have a team in the euro yeah. league you know yeah, he, I don't know if he still got it or not, but no, that was I don't it. think so. He he started yeah. that team, and I don't know if it worked or not, but uh, he uh, ended up in Paris. So I wonder if he could talk. I wonder if he could throw his BS out in French. I don't know. So I don't know. I've I've been fascinated enough about the history that I've tried to reach out to him a few times over the years, and I don't. He does not want anything to do no, with uh, what no. happened here. That's for sure. No, um, no. Hey, well, he he got. Uh, he was. He came with the recommendation of uh, was it Stern, right? Back to yeah. Stern. Yeah. 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 Stern, and so. Yeah. Hey, Patrick. Before we go, really quick, uh, the transfer portal. We got the volley- volleyball team loses another big one. Taylor Landfair. I, I they- even when I read last week, they thought that the whole thing was going to change. I just watched. I watched enough of her this year to say she's leaving. Yeah. I didn't. Think- 
I didn't think she'd be back, and uh, and she's she's gone. But uh, you know, you uh, you uh, you lost Dewanis, and you Carter lost Booth, yeah. Carter Booth, and you lost your best recruit, and all the uh, Shoba or Shoba, all three of them were in the Final Four. Yes, they were. And Wenis, who was a very underrated, great player, ends up winning the national championship. Texas beat the two prides of the Big Ten. They yes, beat they Wisconsin. Did. And, uh, beat Wisconsin at four sets, and then they blew out Nebraska yeah, in three they did. sets. So uh, they were um, fantastic. I think uh, I think Coach uh, Cook should uh, play a little easier non-conference schedule and try to uh, well, he, ease, in, ease into the season more than he, he did last year. He said that, too. He said that in, in with Jeff Day when he had the sit-down with Jeff Day last week. But then I saw just yeah, a couple days. Yeah, then he's di- going to some tournaments got Stanford, Wisconsin, <laughs> and somebody else. Yes, I just saw that. Like two days after that interview, they announced this big tournament. Yeah, this I think they yeah. played Stanford in the first one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, you know, maybe the rest of it will be easier. It's time to play ooey pooey. Come yeah, on, get ooey pooey back. Oh, yeah. Have Ben Johnson do your schedule. That'd be you know, <laughs> your non conference schedule. That'd be good. That'd work pretty good. Yeah. How about well, the goofy college basketball, though? St. Thomas goes over and gives St. Marquette a great yeah. game, right? And uh, they got their two down with a minute to go, and uh, they could have called a charging foul on uh, Marquette. I, the game was on national TV. It was yeah. great. And then Sunday, they're fighting to be crowned. Yeah. You know, the D3 school out here has got about 12 students. So right. it's, it is a little weird in college basketball, to say the least. But, uh, yeah, you're right, the transfer portal, ooh. And they, in football, it's ridiculous. Well, they, the, uh, yeah, the yeah. Gophers had two guys already decommit from the portal. They had two yeah, guys. Yeah, they, they said, we're, we're coming, and then they're, when can you portal sign? Can you, uh, you know, can you, when can you well, uh, signing day sign? is Well, signing day is in two days. I don't know if that's all connected. I mean the portal's only open for so long too. I think the portal closes in a in a, a week or two. So it's gotta be it's, uh, I think it's I think it's all kind of connected, right? Like you, you can't just uh, Yeah, I think it's soon. When it's you, soon. When you commit, do you sign anything? Or you what? must not. Does, you, does, I mean, it must it, be a it's, it's a verbal it's, at the beginning, I guess. When, yeah. And it must be until you enroll in school. It's not yeah, anything. Or until you Never until happens. you say until you're here, until you, you can pledge all yeah. you want. But I just I just gotta you know and it's not funny. It's just amazing that they had two guys oh. already, you know, the guy that was coming from Indiana, the running back, he just decided he's going back to Indiana, and then the other guy from one of the schools in Florida is going to Louisville instead. He's following in the footsteps of Dennis Evans and uh, yes, spurning us to go about, to. He's averaging about two points a game. Yes. He couldn't start for the Gophers. Uh, oh, he's been he's been having a hard. He's a five star who deserved three, the way it looks. But uh, uh, yeah, oh, I saw the one the one thing I couldn't believe today. McCord, he was quarterback at Ohio State, right? Wasn't he McCord? Wasn't it McCord? I can't remember. I don't know. Yeah, he's going to Syracuse. He okay. transferred. Transferred from Ohio, I think Ohio State to Syracuse. What okay. what's that about? I don't know. Syracuse paying that well? I mean, I don't know. It's uh, it is if the prices they're talking about are true, though. I saw a story on Florida State that the backup running back wanted five hundred thousand to stay <laughs> Florida State, and uh, that they've had like they're. 
you know, they were going to thought they should have been in the final four and they weren't the, the, the playoff. And now they're, they're going to a big bowl game, right? They're going yeah, uh, yeah. play in Georgia. Yeah. And they've had like 20 transfers. There was one team I saw getting ready to play Tennessee or somebody. They've had six defensive backs transfer. <laughs> so what have we did? The, the, the only good thing about all these transfers before the bowls are played, maybe we can get rid of 80% of the bowl mm, games. Not a chance. Maybe not we a already chance. know how stupid these damn things did the did the Gophers really have to give Cole Kramer 30000 to start in whatever the hell game that is that they're playing in? I don't know. Supposedly, that was out there. Yeah, Because he's getting married, so he's yes, going to go to Arizona get married. He's your only quarterback they had left. Aside from so, Mac, poor Max Chickenjansky could have gotten thrown into the into the fray, the freshman walk-on. That would have been something. And they got, a, uh, they, they got another uh, transfer yeah, quarterback. From Fresno State, so, yeah. Max should call up somebody and say uh, a lot of people there's still like time. It. There's still time. I can't yeah, there's, there's still other, time. Yeah, the transfers might not show it's up. Unbelievable. But yeah, well, you gotta start. You gotta start watching pro sports because at least know who's going to be yeah, on the team. Stable, much, yeah, they're much more stable and uh, <laughs> much <honest>. more stable. <laughs> much more stable and honest. Yes, that's true. Yeah, it, it is a, it is the goofiest thing I ever. And this, the the president of the NCAA, the plan he came up with makes no sense yeah. so uh, i don't know what what they're going to do but it's you know we've all talked about the for years the hypocrisy of college athletics well now it's out there for everybody to see it's not yeah. any uh you know it's 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 incredible so it is i think we were better off when we just had under the table cheating yeah. don't you i think That's so right. Let's just, yeah, just right. look. Just look the other way. I don't. I don't like looking. Mm-hmm. I don't like looking straight at it. Let's look the other way again. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. That's, no, we don't have to look the other way. We can have this phony investigative team. That right. uh, yeah. You know, like the guys that got Musselman. The guy moved to campus and stayed there, and and they had a hundred and some violations. Sixty-eight of them concerned the same green Oldsmobile that my buddy Bill <laughs> Klein gave to Musselman from St. Cloud. <laughs> And every time it left the park, every time Flip took it out of the parking lot, it was a violation, you know. Or some, <laughs> you know, every every time you you drove the car, it was a violation. I have 130 violations, but they, you know, they didn't give them the car; they let them use the car. Oh my gosh! So, unbelievable. Now everybody's got now everybody's got big big fancy cars. Well. Mm-hmm. All right, sir. Well, we we got we got you going at the end. That's always good. Uh, I'm sure we'll have plenty uh, to talk about the rest of this week. Um, have a great uh, have a great holiday, Patrick. We'll we'll talk to you down the road. Okay. All righty. Uh, next Monday we probably won't be on since it's Christmas morning. Huh? No, we won't. I've actually got uh, most of next week off, so we might be we might be two weeks out. Okay. Good enough. See you right, later. See ya. Bye. Bye.